The Call Cheryl Hunt Podcast Small Business Highlight of the Week is Anchor Fit Club with Jen Baruso. Are you tired of feeling held back by diet culture and societal expectations? Look no further than Jen Baruso, a size-inclusive certified trainer and women's coaching specialist. Jen is dedicated to helping women discover their self-confidence and their strengths without the BS of diet culture. Through her Anchor Fit community and Anchor Fit Club group coaching program, Jen provides the support and guidance you need to reach your fitness goals in a healthy and sustainable way. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and hello to feeling strong and confident in your own skin. Join the Anchor Fit community and Anchor Fit Club today and transform your mind and body with Jen Barroso. You will be able to find links to connect with her in the show notes of this podcast. fam and welcome to the call Cheryl Hunt podcast and I am your host Cheryl Spears. Each week we'll be sharing stories from people who have had first-hand experiences with MLMs like Beachbody or Body and examine the questionable tactics used by some of the leaders in these companies. Please note that some of the content we cover may be disturbing and we encourage you to check the show notes for disclaimers. Our aim is not to bully or harm anyone, but rather to educate and shed light on the truth. This podcast is not just an anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to help prevent others from falling into the same trap I did being a part of an MLM for eight years. Please keep in mind that the guests on the show are sharing their personal experiences and opinions, and the information provided is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice. If you would like to share your own story, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhine at gmail.com. Or feel free to DM me on Instagram at call Cheryl Hine or on my personal Instagram at Cheryl S. Spears. So sit back, relax, and get ready for an eye-opening episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any of the valuable insights and personal experiences shared by our guest. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Hey fam, this is Cheryl Spears from Call Cheryl Hun Podcast. And yes, you are correct. The podcast name has gotten shorter. We are now Call Cheryl Hun. We are no longer Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a cult only because of the fact that here, I want everybody to feel welcome to be able to have a conversation about their former Hun days. Um, we don't dive too much into cult tactics in here, but if we do, that's perfectly fine as well. Uh, today on the episode, we have Miss Megan. Um, she has already been on one podcast, so I think she's a professional at this point. And I will go ahead and let Megan introduce herself. Hi, Megan. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Are you ready for today? Oh, boy. There's so much to go over. So, yeah, there really is. Um, give us a little um, elevator speech about you. Like, what brought you onto the Call Cheryl Hine podcast? Mm, let's see, elevator speech, thirty seconds. Let's see if uh-huh. I can do this. Um, do I've come out of recently realizing that network marketing is very much a cult. Um, my eyes kind of started got getting opened 
with some of the Young Living stuff, controversial things that had been going, and then really got opened when I visited a actual Beachbody Super Weekend, where I mm. just, I just noticed that there was just something wrong. <laughs> there was just something wrong with this. So I um, ended up hearing you a pod, your first podcast, I think, and okay. then a couple from another podcast, and I was like, oh, I need to share my story too because I've got like eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Eight. 18 companies. Whoa. That I think you beat me. Um <laughs> yeah. Danielle called me the Hey Girl Queen. So I think that you could now be I'm gonna transfer that title over to you. Is is you're the Hey Girl Queen. Um the Hey Girl Queen. Wow. So what actually got you started into um, multi-level marketing? Like, where were you and what was, like, what was it that brought you into that type of business model? So I started when I was 18. I was working in a retail store in my area, which is uh, Fred Meyer, also known pretty much the same company as Kroger. Yeah. Um, and they appealed to me by the um make extra money you can make 500 extra dollars and you don't even have to really work for it yep okay cool so I got stuck in pampered chef as my first one which at 18 19 years old listen pampered chef I get people to invite me to pampered chef all the time and this is how that I know that they do not pay attention to the people that they are inviting because I don't cook. You were 18 years old, right? So I mm -hmm. literally don't cook. Ask my husband, I do not cook. So why <laughs> would I want to join a cookware company, right? Why would right. an 18 year old want to join a cookware company? What did you do? How did you sell it? Nothing. I didn't. Okay. I did not sell it. So I started once and I think I finally started really doing anything with it when I turned 19. I had just moved out. So I finally got out of my own, my parents' house, Yeah, moved into our own apartment, me and my um, boyfriend at the time, now husband, but uh, I couldn't afford it. I yeah. got the kit, like I paid for the kit. Um, and then I had a party where like my mom showed up and my future mother-in-law showed up and then I think one of my childhood best friends and her mom showed up and we had baked potato soup in their deep covered dish or whatever it was uh -huh. um nobody bought a single thing what not as not even the family the family didn't want to support no. your business my family Aww. didn't care to support me in any of it they, they came that was their supportiveness oh buying no no um I did get a little support in Avon from my mom but okay. um, and my grandmother but because Avon's a little more like yeah old people so all the old people in my family purchased yeah. the Avon I'm like well I don't even really like this stuff so yeah that was really short-lived right after Pampered Chef but Pampered okay. Chef lasted maybe a month when I started doing it and I just couldn't get any traction. I had 18, 19 year old friends, most of whom still lived at home or were going to school and they were in a college dorm room and they didn't need a bunch of fancy cookware equipment. I mean, right. I mean, that's mm -hmm. not your target market. So, no. why, 
So you, why would somebody target you to sign up and earn an extra $500 a month? That doesn't make any sense right? to me. Wow. I earned a net total of negative uh, $150 you bought or the kit. whatever the kit thing was. Somewhere yeah. around 150 $160. Wow. So then you moved to Avon and grandma and, and mom. to Avon. And grandma mm-hmm. and mom supported and a, you. Um, and a family friend who was also probably in her 60s, 70s. So like the older generation of my family yeah. definitely supported me. They loved Avon. It's kind of how I was introduced originally to network marketing is I've always had, like my mom was a part of it at one point. Yeah. Um, we did we did the Avon parties and the party light. I think it was a candle. Like a, mm-hmm. like a tea light, the tea light candles. Yeah parties I went to a lot of those and Tupperware parties growing up so like I had been around network marketing just not knowing it was network marketing so do you remember the um I swear it was I'd have to look it up um but do because I remember my mom buying like do you remember the pictures and like the sets that you could get for like decorating your house and you would get like the votive candles and stuff like that. Do you remember what that I was? Don't remember that one. I'll have to look. I that just up. specifically remember the tiny candles where you went to these parties. They talked forever. I was a kid, yeah. so to me it seemed like forever. Right. Um. And then they got to pass around the candles, and you smelled the candles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know my mom was into multi-level marketing back then. I still had to have a conversation with her the other day about why Cincy is uh, cost her so much money <laughs> because my mom is, was a Cincy consultant and she oh, was wow. like well how is this an, a, 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 a pyramid scheme I said well mom do you make any money she's like no well she said yes because people will order for me I said but mom how much do you order right and that's where she mm-hmm. started to I'm like every person that's in a multi-level marketing scheme this is just a my TED talk and then I'll shut up <laughs> should always do a profit and loss statement because once, yes. once and you should do it, not somebody else, because my husband did it for years. When I saw it, I was like, holy cow, that's it's your the same. It's the same time. The same kind of feeling you get when you're looking at your budget for the month and you add up how many Starbucks coffees yeah. that you've gotten that month. And you look at that number, you're like, it's, it's what it's, yeah. not, it's that much or would you, you see how many times, or you see how many times you've eaten out for the month right yes like, we just did one up. of those and I was like oh we need to stop wow yes it's the same thing like that's what people don't get it's like we're not trying to tell you to do something that you don't normally do in everyday life just because you think it's a business doesn't mean that it's a bit so anyways after my I'm sorry. Sometimes I go on tangents. I'll let you continue. Um, So you were there. You went to Avon after Pampered Chef. Okay. I did. So then I switched careers at that point. I went from doing retail to actually working in the insurance industry and doing sales within the insurance industry. And I kind of took everything that was MLM to the back burner for so I graduated 2012 so for a few years um mm-hmm. in 2014 2015 2015 I was introduced to Lavelle Thrive wow and the patches yeah yeah 
not my favorite one actually at all um, why, why is that because it made me go to the bathroom almost immediately and it was bad it wasn't like a normal anything and I was yeah. just it's that 200 milligrams of caffeine first thing in the morning that they want you to take yeah so and I felt crappy after it and then when you didn't take it there almost seems to have been like a addiction panel to it or addiction yeah. like type of thing to it where you like feel like you need it so mm-hmm. it took me a little while to like I don't need this this isn't helping me it makes you feel like crap Right. So I have a question about that because, um, I did Lavelle as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, did the patches break you out on your skin? Um, I had the, the Lavelle black strip that okay. they had. Uh-huh. That one broke me out a little bit, but other than that, they hurt so bad. Like I could not put myself through the pain of ripping one off every morning to right. put on a new one to then repetitively do the same thing the next morning right um so for me with um I think I shared this with Danielle but for me the patches like it didn't matter if I cleaned my skin scrubbed my skin alcoholed my skin it didn't matter nowhere no matter where I put it I literally would have an outline a red outline from every place that I put it on I had that yeah and it would or it was like a red outline was worse than what a band-aid does to you Yes. Yes. And then I actually had put it on my um, foot because they told me to put it on my foot and it burnt my skin. So the patches, you did have a red outline. I did. Wow. Um, And so you started, you basically were addicted. Like they are addictive because um, Mm -hmm. you get all of those vitamins. And then once you realized that you didn't need them anymore, was that a short lived scent? in crap well part of it was I didn't need them I was tired of the way that I felt I wasn't really feeling any everyone's was always oh I have so much more energy I just never felt that Mm -hmm. I was like I don't feel the extra energy I mean I was 21 so there could just be that fact that I was 21 years old and didn't need the extra energy but um at that time I was living paycheck to paycheck and we had a roommate that had moved out so we were solely responsible for that share of rent mm-hmm. and I just didn't have the money to pay whatever the hundred and sixty dollars and nobody was buying so nobody was helping to alleviate that burden on me yeah. you know because it's alleviate the burden for me and then you got to find somebody to alleviate the burden for you of doing that because they have yeah. that to get two or three people under you and it basically pays for your order yeah I mean that's mm-hmm. what every MLM says right like you you build people in your downline with customers or, or coaches or business builders, and you won't have to pay mm-hmm. for your product every month. Um, yeah, exactly. I had the same, I agree. I had the same issue. So that became short lived and you went to what's Beach next? Body. Yay. For the first time that was when I was first introduced to Beachbody. And I thought for a little bit that at that point in time, it was the greatest thing, but um I hated the workouts really absolutely hated the workouts yeah they're not my favorite Uh um I don't like not having somebody be able to help me correct on form especially when it comes to lifting weights because if you do something wrong you can injure yourself yeah and I already have like tense muscles and Mm -hmm. stuff so at that time it wasn't as bad as it is now but 
uh, I was on a team that was a Canadian based team and I signed up under my cousin who's no longer in it either. Uh, but they were at that time, it was the same time that Facebook ads were becoming really popular and yeah. everybody and their moms were using them. Um, and they said that the only way to get challengers for your challenge groups was to do the Facebook ads. I spent, I don't know how much money mm-hmm. in ads and never saw um, an ROI mm-hmm. with a return on investment, like ever. Yeah. I spent so much money. I actually, at one point, took my card off of Facebook waited about six months and told what's contacted Facebook and said, I don't know why there's a $400 amount that I owe you, but I didn't do this. Wow. And I had them take it away because I couldn't afford the rest of it. I was, there's no way to pay off the balance of the ads that I was running. And I had no idea what I was doing when it came to the Facebook ads, how they worked. Um, Cause you have to pay for like, it's like five cents for every click yeah. or something. And then the people that did come through, they didn't give me any, like, they didn't want to pay $160 to sign up for any of it. Yeah. And they were like fake engagement. Yeah. So, and this is, this is what's really important about what you just said, right? So what's really important about what you just said is that your team was really big about posting Facebook ads because that's how you were going to get challengers, but no one really trained you about what or how to run a Facebook ad. You were just blindly going out there. Yeah. And so that's a waste of that's Like, this is one of my biggest problems when we sneak into a team call, right? So Mm -hmm. um, everybody saw DC sneak into Emily Favre's team call the other night, right? It was right after. It was right after. So backtracking um we saw dc um sneak into emily farver's call which was directly right after the big leadership announcements right and Mm -hmm. she knew none of the answers to the questions that she was being asked and that's the problem with these team calls they just get on there to basically control your time and keep you engaged into the mindset of the company but there's no real Mm -hmm. training so you lost not at four, all. Like you lost four hundred plus dollars just because of Facebook ads. Just because of Facebook ads. Wow. A hundred. And that's not. That's not even including your monthly cost for no products. or for um for what the Shakeology the awful tasting protein shake yeah. and or at that time it was still discs. So I was purchasing all the new uh-huh. programs. I had um, 21 Day Fix, Pio. Mm-hmm. Um, they had just come out with Hammer and Chisel, which mm-hmm. hated that program. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, that one might've been the second one. I did purchase my second time in Beachbody. I purchased um, Autumn's Country Heat line dancing one. Cause I love line dancing, but I did not like that program. I was very disappointed. <laughs> That is not line dancing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really I'm like, you not. cannot put you cannot put an exercise into no. line dancing the way that and she a, did. A lot of clapping. There's a ton of clapping. Yeah. The whole time I tried clapping. A ton. I tried that program one time and I was like, why do I keep doing this? Like, this is all I keep doing. It's just clapping, right? I mean, um, 
it's Shanti that has the dancing one, right? Yeah. At least yeah. his were like, you felt like you were dancing. Autumn's yeah. line dancing. I'm like, I'm not line dancing. This isn't what I do at the bar. And I'm like out of breath from all the cardio that I've been doing at the bar. No. No, this is it. This is not it. No, it is not. Amy, we need to have Amy break down like the, the points behind Country Heat because she was actually certified in it. Oh, Amy, wow. you're, yeah, she was a, uh, um, she was one of those body um, trainers or whatever, where you could get certified mm-hmm. in program. So I really need to have her deep dive in the whole method behind that madness, because I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it at all. So mm-hmm. you, you were a beach body coach for the first time. Um, in tw- I'm going to guess it was around 2016, 2017. Is that what you said? Yeah, about 2015, 2016. Because that's 2017, before. I was doing something else. but Yeah, because that was before um, Beachbody On Demand, which is body yes. now. Um, and you did have to purchase every month. I remember that. You purchased mm-hmm. because you had to run your challenge group. So yeah, that, do you remember how much those cost monthly? To buy a program? I think to buy to buy the program is like $55 if you just bought the program. But if you wanted all the other things with it, you yeah. actually had to purchase another package. Yeah. Yeah. It was like an so upgrade was, package or something like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was upwards of a hundred dollars. Yeah. I think if you wanted any of the stuff that came with that particular so program. What, what happened? Like, uh, 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 I mean, this was your first time in Beachbody. What, what? steered you away from everything I faded out okay I couldn't keep up with the workouts I couldn't keep up with the pricing yeah um at that time and I just kind of faded out I went back you know I didn't never quit my job and never quit my day job but I just kind of went back to focusing on my day job I was getting ready to get married the following year in 2016 June 2016 so I was wedding planning and just got too busy to run a business yeah business with air quotes that you can't air see quotes. me doing right now <laughs> um, so, so I I got married and then I was introduced to oh I did it works in between that too oh you sound like me I, I, <laughs> I did the same thing how did you so why did you get into it works I don't even know it's not my favorite company either um so I did it works a couple of different times. Um, this particular time I was introduced by my cousin that I did Beachbody's friend yeah. who did it works. Okay. So I joined up. She goes, oh, you can hit Ruby for that $500 bonus thing I think yep. they give you. Or maybe it was a $5,000 bonus in like three months. They, they call it hitting Ruby. You can hit yep. Ruby really fast. You know how many people don't like it works wraps? And at that time, it works pretty much only had like hair, skin, and nails, yeah, and wraps and the carb blockers. And most people yep. don't want to take that stuff. Nope. Um, was- and I didn't take any of the supplements. I might have done the greens that they had just come out with, but I did the yeah. wraps, and I never saw any type of results with that. So, it works made me the worst take girl ever. I would go down oh, the list. Yeah, they're terrible. I would go down the list of my friends and Facebook um, messages and just go from A to Z and send them a copy and paste of yep. message. 
I can't tell you how many times people sent me back that meme with that one girl wrapped in plastic wrap. I know you know what I'm talking about. There's a meme mm-hmm. of a girl wrapped her whole body in plastic. In... Yeah. And they were like, is this what you're trying to sell me, Cheryl? And I was like, no, <laughs> mine are way better. You're going to lose inches around your waist. I was the worst waist. girl. Or oh, your thigh or, you know, yeah. the Arms. cellulite on the back of your thigh. That's completely normal. Or your, your chin. chin. Yeah. Yeah. You or your face. Was, they have wraps for your face. They would, there was, they had instruction on how you could cut it up to fit certain parts of your body to wrap your yes. body to lose and make them smaller. And we did. Listen, guys, they don't work. It's a scheme. They don't. period well most of the time people do them at night and so you wake up when you wake up in the morning after you've processed your day of food and your body's done its detoxification system it does overnight you are automatically wake up just a little bit skinnier than you were the day before everybody does it's that morning (laughs) weight where that's that's why you weigh yourself first thing in the morning because it's like your true body weight once you haven't stuffed food in it (laughs) Right, right. <laughs> like, you do weigh a little bit less in the morning when you wake up because everybody does. Isn't I weigh three pounds less in the morning than I do I know. the time I go to bed. It's so crazy that people don't like we know this now, but we're the reason mm-hmm. I'm laughing is because I didn't I was so bought in, I didn't know it then. It's so you didn't. no. Oh, You're so brainwashed and every network marketing company that I've ever been in I can see it and I started seeing it really clear further on in my story where I was Uh like oh this is brainwashing where yeah thing over and over again yeah but they um in a different in a slightly different way than they said it before but it's the same thing so So. after it works you went to um we we don't have to go through all 18 (laughs) we can get to the one that basically we're just doing the main ones right now so after it works was prove it and um i liked their keto max products i did okay Mm -hmm. on that one but their keto os tore my stomach up Wow. Not like physically. I don't think that it did any damage. I didn't go to the doctor for anything. My gut just did not agree with the high fat, um, low carb diet. Um, and I had stomach aches and indigestion and just, it was not good. Didn't actually lose any weight. Yeah. Um, I did the keto diet one time. Well, not one time, but, um, and I ended up having to have my gallbladder taken out. Oh, Oh no. It was horrible. My whole body was just like, my gut, everything, hated all of it. High fat, low carb, like I couldn't, it was bad. But continue, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't, I do, I do not do well with anything keto related. Uh-huh. Um, I had tried keto, the It Works Keto Coffee or whatever they had too. And it did the uh-huh. exact same thing. So I tried to be, jump on that fad, but it was not a fad that my body said, hey, let's do this. Yeah. It did not work. Yeah, and you listen to it. That's good, though. I did. Yeah. Well, I don't like having, like, stomach ache issues. So I would just, like, anything to make me not feel sick. Yeah. Don't do it. Some people don't do not do that, though. But go ahead. Um, that one, I hated the – there was no training. Like, I tr- the, at least the team that I was on, I tried um, 
to get them to tell me her secret because she's I mean and I still see her she's still in it she's still doing really well um and I did physically I had this is one of those stories where you know because they're local and I had been to her house when she first started compared to what she's living in today and I've seen it so I've watched her grow with this company and she's done really well yeah um but I also watched her health deteriorate Mm. um and what I've learned just in my own because I've done a lot of nutrition research and learning about mm-hmm. like actual like nutrition yeah. um, for the past couple of years. And so when I look at what the medical stuff that she has and kind of how the keto diet works, mm-hmm. it actually is not good for anyone with like autoimmune issues to be sustaining a keto diet. Yeah. Well, because the keto diet was actually created for people for diabetes, like diabetics, right? And people mm-hmm. with, with epilepsy, right? Epilepsy Kids. is the main one. Yeah. And so probably something that a lot of people and don't know about kids. me. And for kids. And one of the reasons that I did the keto diet and I was gung-ho about it is because I have been diagnosed with epilepsy. I've had seizures in my lifetime. Um, I've been blessed mm-hmm. enough to where I don't, uh, have to be on medication. Um, it's just something that is in my file and I've had probably, I think five seizures in my lifetime. The last one, the last oh, two wow. were the scariest because I was pregnant with my youngest and didn't know it. So I haven't had a seizure in over 12 years. Um, but that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons that I really wanted to do the keto diet is because. I have epilepsy, right? And, but that doesn't, but that's the thing. It's not meant for you to do it long-term because it, without a doctor, a doctor should monitor your yeah. everything while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything should be monitored at that point in mm-hmm. time. Cause it isn't a sustainable diet. And a lot of the diets aren't, I mean, most of Beachbody's diets are not sustainable for as long mm-hmm. as they expect you to be on mm-hmm. those diets. Mm-mm. Um, which I'll get to that at, um yeah. coming up here from the thing that I went to even just a couple of months ago. Okay. Um, but let's see. Yeah, anything keto was not great. I actually faded out of prove it because I did get pregnant <gasps> at the okay. end of um towards the end of 2017, and I just didn't want to chance anything when it yeah. came to taking supplements that aren't regulated by anything. You yeah. Can't tell it, and my doctor was not so sure about it because I see the ingredients but I don't understand a lot of them so I just don't recommend it they're gone I don't need to spend the $170 it is to buy it anyways because yeah I'm having a baby yeah and things get real real when you get pregnant yeah that you have like no money anymore what you do but you know your money has to go to get things prepared for a little baby well if you think about it all the money that you spend in a MLM monthly like once you stop spending that money you're like wow mm-hmm. I have a little Bro. extra money <laughs> what this is crazy <laughs> I got a pay raise yes exactly um so after that one I was pregnant towards the middle of my pregnancy like say so I got pregnant in May 2017 and so November 2017 I was introduced to Young Living Essential Oils Oh, and I bought a kit and I got the kit and I set it off to the side because, mm-hmm. again, there's not a lot of research with oils in pregnancy. 
And um, I didn't want to use anything. I mean, I smelt the peppermint for like nausea when the sickness came in, but I just kind of set everything else off to the side because I knew nothing about them. Didn't know how many to take, how many not, like how to take them. Young Living's pretty good about telling you that you can ingest them, which you really shouldn't. Mm -mm. Um, So I didn't really do anything with it at that time. I had my daughter and then I used them for recovery, which... I feel like they helped a lot, but I also could just be a placebo thing. It yeah. could have just been the Epsom salt baths that really help with all that yeah. stuff. I mean, postpartum you know, stuff. with some oils, like I'm not going to sit here and like down them, but the number one thing oh, no. that I think about Young Living is it's just another, like it's too expensive. Like there are other oils out there that you can get that are not part of an MLM and do not take, mm-hmm. um, and do not take advantage of people. Right. Um, yeah. And actually you could, you could actually talk to somebody who is um, a professional about oils. Cause I don't know what they're called, mm-hmm. but there are people that you can talk to. And I'm a hundred percent sure that they tell you mm-hmm. not to ingest them. Yes. Aromatherapist, I believe is what they are. And there is a company, not plant therapy, but uh, simple earth or simply earth. Okay. It was created by a two people or one person who is an aromatherapist and what they do is they have like a whole course that comes with your first purchase where you learn about how to use essential oils wow Um, and then they send you monthly kits for like 40 dollars where you can create like different lotions or like different things candles and all the things that you can use with these essential oils oh okay i mean that's good yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely not dissing could, essential oils. No, that's something that you could definitely share. Um, or I will actually mark that. And you said it's called Simply Earth, maybe is my what? It, yeah, I think it it's is. Simply Earth or Simple Earth. Okay. Type of thing. And then they're um they do affiliate marketing, but they are not an MLM. They are yeah. way less expensive than um Young Living, and their quality is just as good, if okay. not better, at this point. Okay. I will put them in the show notes just because there are people that are out there that do, you know, spend money with Young Living or doTERRA Mm -hmm. um, and they don't realize um, what there, that there are different alternatives. Um, There's also. Well, and the the cost is so high, not because of the quality, but because they have to pay their reps. Right. So they have to somehow break even. Yeah. They have to somehow make a profit. Right. Um, but there's also a really good group on Facebook that's called MLM dupes. Um, I'll link that in the show notes as well, because that you can go in that group and ask anybody what, what can you get in place of this? And you can receive a ton of suggestions. So, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's young really living. Neat. So did young living. Um, I kind of didn't do a lot with it at that point in time. Um, and then I was floating through different groups at that point, looking for a work from home opportunity because I wanted to be a stay at home mama. And this is kind of where my story really gets real because it affected my mental health in this aspect, because you have all of these women saying you can work from home and, you know, leave your nine to five and stay home with your baby, but it is nearly impossible to do. And I have, it was all I could think about the first couple of years after my daughter was born. I could only think about, okay, what do I need to do to stay home? And even trying all the things and trying to sell it and trying the network and get people to buy it, I could never do it. 
I got introduced to Melaleuca and um, they got me by, we're not an MLM. Yeah. You don't have to sell any product. All you have to do is share the shop club. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a little more to it than that. Yeah. It's still definitely an MLM, even if they want to try to say the FTC doesn't classify them as one because they are. Yeah, it's actually might even be worse than MLM because even though there's a product base of 400 plus products, they have the um, so they have this store where you go and you purchase the store, but the comp plan is not really based off of the products that you're selling. You get a commission, but you also are getting bonuses for recruiting people. So it's basically recruiting people who are going to shop at the shop club and your commission you have based off of their sales. But you're mm-hmm. also getting bonuses from how many people you're getting referral, referring to the club. Building a team, basically. Yeah, building the yeah. team part. Yeah. So it would be one thing if it was just, you know, off of the teams, whoever you got to refer, if it was just commission-based. But because they add those bonuses in based on how many people you refer, refer each month, it really mm-hmm. is. Sometimes I always thought that it was worse. And yeah. then... Well, this isn't even really part of the story because I joined Melaleuca later and that's a part yeah. of a different story, but we'll get there in a minute. Okay. Um, so I did Melaleuca for a little bit and then I had a friend who's now out of network marketing and does her own coaching business and she's amazing at it. Um, but she introduced me to Modair. Oh God. <laughs> and I like, I mean, I've made some good friends out of Modere and people who actually still talk to me, even yeah. being out of Modere. Yeah. Wow. I actually, I'm really good friends with a lady um, who is still in Modere, still does it, but she does other things on the side. She sees the value yeah. of outside of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's, that one is a different breed too, because you're almost in the same, like, it works kind of categories where they're telling you to copy paste messages and they send you out these like 30 day texts that this is even new from when I first started. It was when I did it again, a Mm -hmm. couple of years later, um, you, they send you out this text and every day it has something that you're supposed to post on there, but everyone does the spoon posts and everyone talks about their bio cell collagen, their Botox in a bottle. What do you think about the? What do you think about the taste of trim? Oh, I couldn't do it. The it taste tastes, of trim was not very good. It tastes like plastic. It did. It was I, not good. Um, no. Trim actually, I don't know what it was, and I don't know if it was the trim or the burn, but the, it made me really, really thirsty. Like I actually went to the doctor and asked them to test me for diabetes because I was so thirsty, like all the time. And I had just had gestational diabetes a few, you know, with my pregnancy just a couple of months earlier, yeah, maybe a year earlier. Um, so, and I didn't have it. So it was just whatever was in their products made me really thirsty. And I actually enjoyed my time in Modere until I had a reaction to the burn Uh product I took. So I had gone to work, I went to lunch, came back from my lunch and I took the recommended usage of the burn Burn. product Mm -hmm. um I had also taken a Claritin for allergies Mm. that same time so something happened maybe an interaction between the two or it just revved up my 
my body and my metabolism, but I skyrocketed to 155 feet per minute um, heart rate. Uh, ended up in the urgent care. They're working on me doing an EKG because they can't figure out, like I was having a couple of different symptoms. So I had the racing heart, like my heartbeat, I could feel it pounding in mm-hmm. my chest. Um, part of it they thought was just an anxiety attack because I had still mm-hmm. had really bad anxiety at that point and those were pretty regular because I yeah. didn't want to work and I didn't want to be away from my daughter and there was just a whole host of things uh-huh. but the other part they thought maybe it was the Claritin well I said well I was taking this other product they didn't even ask me about that other product but I'm pretty sure it was a combination of the Claritin and whatever's in the burn that yeah. interacted with each other but that right there um, is, is how like how you have to be careful about products that you get that are not regulated by the FDA yeah. because you are just a regular person being like, oh, these are all natural, clean ingredients that I can mm-hmm. take. It's not going to matter if I take a Claritin with it, right? And yeah. you end up in urgent care. And that's why people mm-hmm. have to be careful about the stuff that they listen to with these products yeah. that they get from these MLMs. Um, all right. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I kind of just faded out of Modair at that point because I wasn't going to buy any more products. I, the only one that I did like and knew that didn't cause any interactions was the BioCell. So I have purchased that mm-hmm. every so often in the future. And when I did Modair again, um, a few years later, but yeah. I could not. I could not go back to it. The, and it's funny because we look at weight loss things and I'll use like what's the, the original Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. Where um, Kelly was taking diet pills at one point and they were making her sick and like speeding yeah. up her metabolism. We look at that stuff and I watched that and I was like, oh, yeah, I never do that. But then you look at these companies that are literally selling you that. The same the diet pills that aren't regulated because majority of the supplements industry is not regulated we don't know how they interact with everybody's bodies there isn't enough studies in putting the different things together that they put in those products yeah so like one one ingredient might very well be good for you but another ingredient crossed with that ingredient may not work for your body exactly and there just isn't a way to know until you start taking it and then end up in the hospital or going to the doctor or hopefully not worse but you know there are those cases where it's just not good for you um and so that's about when I realized that I was doing that and I was like "Mm, we're gonna be a little more careful with what supplements so from there on I haven't been really big about taking supplements Mm -hmm. per se um after that I went back to Young Living in 2020 okay and I had a wonderful face 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 manipulation issue um within young living on a third party uh mls key thing which is Uh like a coaching mlm platform Mm -hmm. basically they get you into that and it's a second way for them to make income because they give you a commission based off of how many people you refer to their coaching platform so you're trading a coaching product for money Money. basically another i call it the coaching MLM, MLM. yeah it is that's what it is yep. um but I had purchased a product that was like $300 was a coaching course of some sort and I'm not on I'm, I'm not not one for buying courses I will buy courses yeah um but it came with a free 30 minute 
like coaching call yeah. where they were going to help with the marketing strategy for your MLM business, something along those lines might've been branding. Well, mm-hmm. I got on the call and it was maybe five minutes long. So I kind of complained. I said, yeah. so I purchased this. You promised me a coaching call. It was like five, 10 minutes long. We didn't actually do anything other than how are you, you know, what, what's your goal? And then it was, it was done. So they put me on a call with the leader of this course, the person who created this course. And we talked and I explained and she did a little bit of a coaching with me. And then she goes, you know, this is so God ordained that we're on this call together because you, I would have never been on this call with you. You would have never gotten a 30 minute coaching call with me. Like, you know, that I'm so high up. I'm the course creator and I'm worth so much more money than you. Yeah. Um, type of thing. She goes, I think that you're meant to do my $2,000 course. I think this is what God wants you to do. God wants you to pay, to pay $2,000 for a course. Mind you, this is 2020. Um, my husband was laid off at the time because yep. of, you know, COVID yeah. and all the things there. So um, we had, and I had just been let go from my job. So, and I, because of the way that I got let go, I wasn't able to collect unemployment. So we were literally just living on his unemployment check Mm -hmm. which fortunately at that time wasn't terrible because of the extra stuff that they did to help alleviate yeah um the the financial burden of 2020 but it was still like we didn't have money to go spend two thousand dollars on a course that (laughs) might bring in a return on investment but you don't even need to explain all that because we're in the middle of a pandemic and this woman is telling you that god wants you to buy a two thousand dollar course during a pandemic to help you with your pyramid scheme wow Uh yeah two thousand dollars just um she goes do you have it i was like maybe I don't think so like why would God want me to spend two thousand dollars on a course like if you read the bible God doesn't tell you to go spend money on yourself for frivolous things like a course (laughs) so it's like um what what do you mean so I got off the phone with that and I texted a friend I said I just got told that I needed to that God God thinks that I need to spend two thousand dollars on a course she goes you need to run from whatever that is yeah it's not right it's not right I'm like when well, I felt it I mean I knew like even in my soul I was like this is not right so I um got a phone call a little while after that call and I answered it and I don't know why because I generally do not answer phone yeah. calls that I don't know I don't know the yeah. number I just let them go to voicemail if it was important they'll leave me a voicemail um so for some reason I answered it and it was the MLSP people trying to sell me this $2,000 course and collect my credit card information. And I'm like, no, I'm going to have to talk to my husband about this, but I don't think I'm interested. And I just kind of hung up and blocked the number. But that was my first time where at that point, I actually left the team that I was on, the Young Living team, and blocked the lady that I was under because she obviously believes in that. I had just seen it. It's funny enough that I had just watched a documentary called um, America, the American gospel, the prosperity gospel or something on Netflix, mm-hmm. where it was talking about people using the gospel for gains and wealth, yep. using just like specific first <laughs> verses and twisting them out of context. Yeah. And so I had already kind of started realizing different things within the network marketing community. So this was like the start of really realizing it too. Yeah. That certain things they're using and 
taking people's faith and manipulating them into thinking yep. that this is what God wants you to do. Yeah. God wants you to be rich. God doesn't actually want you to be rich. He doesn't. <laughs> he wants you to be um, wealthy in him. I think yeah. are the words used in those things, like it's all about yeah. glory to God, not glory to your pocketbook. Right. Right. In that sense. But man, after that, I was really turned off. Um, I kind of went back into Modere a little bit later with um, somebody who was a Christian and I was like, okay, this is okay, but I didn't really like it. Just, I wouldn't, I couldn't buy the products. The only one that I would, like I said, the only one I trusted at that point was the um, BioCell yeah. collagen product. So I would use that occasionally, but it's just really expensive. It's $73 a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, yeah. and it's the bottle only lasts for fifteen days. So it's not like seventy three dollars for thirty day supply. It's like a hundred and thirty dollars for a thirty day supply. And people don't get that. They don't. You've got to no. look at the servings because that's like with Energize. So I'm just gonna compare it because with Energize on mm-hmm. with Beachbody, that was my thing, and I did two scoops or four scoops a day. So you only get twenty servings. <sighs> wow. Yeah. It was your, it was your AKA mama go-go juice. Come on now. That's how you got everything done. I I did learn that when I went into um, Beachbody in August, Mm -hmm. which is about where I kind of came in. So in between all that, we kind of missed the Amway story. So I got introduced to Amway originally in 2016 um, Mm -hmm. by a lady who, who stalked me at my job. And I knew she was stalking me because why would some, why would a customer not come up to you and just ask you a question? No, yeah. she was looking to make sure I worked there. So I was filling up the balloons in the card aisle and she came. We had a great conversation. She was super nice. Yeah. Um, and I did a couple of meetings in their process, mm-hmm. but um, ultimately I couldn't bring my husband on board. And so they kind of kicked me off to the curb because they want husband and wife. Yeah. In there. So fast forward to 2019, August of 2019, I, um, my brother and sister-in-law are a part of Amway. And they kind of roped us in and we wanted to be there for them and support them. So and we kind of bought into it for a little bit until I attended their meetings and learned that they say the same thing every single time. Yeah. That one, that one I knew was a cult. I ran as soon as I figured it out. I was like, oh, this is a cult. We don't want to be a part of this. Um, And we tried lightly because my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are still in it and very much controlled by that factor. But um when you sign up, it's like almost $300 once you buy their kit wow. for products. And then um, they have a leadership, like it's called a leadership program, like a coaching program yeah. called Worldwide Dream Builders on the West Coast side. So that's like $85 a month. And then um, they have what? a walkie talkie type app. That's like a $35 a month fee. Plus you have to buy a hundred PV of products or 150 PV of products, which comes out to close to $450. A month? PV works a month. And that's not even where they want you to be. They want you to be at 300 PV, which is comes out to like equivalent to 1350 ish a month. Yeah. There wow. is a lot of numbers there. And, you know, the way that they describe it, though, is you're just um, replacing the products that you would normally go to the grocery store for or to the Target for. And 
buying them through your store instead. But those products are at least two and a half times more expensive than when yeah. you go into Target and pick up a bottle of shampoo that's, you know, $5, maybe yeah. $7 now with inflation. But like, it was a lot of money. And you still yeah. had your monthly $85 for your leadership thing and then your $35 for the other Is thing. that per person? So $35 per person or $85? No, that's per couple. Okay, okay. Well, or I mean, per couple, it's, so you don't have to do it per person. Expensive. But it's still a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and when I did the taxes the next year with all the write-offs that you can use for your first time on purchasing products, and then you can write off that 85 and 35 as business expenses, and then any of the meetings are business expenses, uh, we probably spent close to $2,500. Whoa. Just, just in, from 2019 to the end of 2020. Oh, my gosh. With products and stuff. So you were part of Young Living and Amway at the same time. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. And and obviously I wasn't buying really from Young Living at that time, but mm -hmm. I was still a part of it. Um and I really wanted I really wanted a business. And I still, I mean, I still would like a business. I started a business, but um at that point I was like, okay, but I went to their, they call it FED, it's like Freedom Enterprises something. Basically, like their convention, they get four of them a year, though, with, mm -hmm. or with Amway. Mm -hmm. So I went to that, and they, of course, you know, you have all the distraction, the lights, the music, the fun, the screaming, and the worshiping of these people because they're so much higher in rank than you are. Yeah. Um, the diamonds literally walk down a red carpet with what? like paparazzi on either side of it, type of thing. I mean, it literally reminded me of like, oh my gosh, see at a movie premiere when you know the stars go to their movie premieres. And I was just like, this is really weird. The whole time, I, they say the same thing over and over. I was poor, I had no money, we were living paycheck to paycheck, super in debt. Yeah. And then we found Amway and we worked really hard, and now we're almost millionaires or we're making 60K a year or whatever it is they're at the yeah. ranking. Yeah, but it was the same thing. They made you listen to audio tapes. That literally is the same story. It's the same story over and over and over again. Every time somebody comes up and talks, same yeah. outline of the story. The story may be a little bit different from the person before them, but it's still a rags to riches mm -hmm. type of story. And I just I got home with my husband on that last night, um, and I was like, this is. This, there's just something not right I, I don't know what it is quite yet but there's I don't feel doesn't feel right yeah um, it didn't also didn't help that Amway has their own church service where they used it as like a prosperity church type of service where they were talking mm -hmm. about how you plant a seed so they use the mustard seed parable yeah. from the bible what Jesus talks about and they um, twisted it to like planting the seed of Amway you know yeah. planting the business Yep. I mean, that's kind of how they structured it. So everything they talked about was very much prosperity and relating back to Amway. And I'm just like, this is not right. I can't, I can't be in this. So I went to another conference just to kind of, it was a smaller type of conference. It was like, say it's equivalent to like a Beachbody Super Saturday type thing. Yeah. Um, And I went to another one of those and I'm like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be doing this anymore. So I went home, talked to my husband. I was like, can we just pull out? Just tell them that we're not ready at this time and 
you know, we'll still support you products wise. Cause at the time I kind of liked their vitamins that they mm-hmm. had. And I'm like, we'll still buy products wise and then just leave it at that. And yeah. that's kind of pretty much what we have done. I don't, I listen to how my brother and sister-in-law talk and I'm just like, okay, you're brainwashed, but I can't tell you that because you can't tell <laughs> yeah. somebody that they're brainwashed because they don't think so. You, yeah. You just, you, you don't can't. see it. Yeah. You can't see it. You're so like in it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm telling her she's brainwashed in this one, but I'm over here going back into another network marketing company. Yeah. So yeah, I went back into Melaleuca um, 2021. Uh-huh. And on top of doing Melaleuca, I also did that new one that's uh, Red Aspen, the nails. Of course. I did that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I really like, the nails. I don't like I mean, selling it because I can't keep up with all the um, no, new ones I, I, that they, they have come up with. So, yeah. They're, I mean, Red Aspen does have some really good products. Um, but like I've said before, you could totally find them for cheaper elsewhere. Just kiss mm-hmm. nails. You just yeah <laughs> it's the same thing it works like yep. I mean I loved so when I was a kid I loved going to Claire's and get the the little nail things that they had at Claire's with the super glue yeah. and you know it's the same concept yeah and the quality is almost the same I think for prom or my wedding I might have done the fake nails because yeah. getting my nails done like it puts indents in my nails when I go to a salon to have them done yeah so I always do the press on ones now but like it's the same concept, but they put out so many different like new product nails every, every month. month. I'm like, how how are you supposed to make any money if you can't keep up if you're just spending that money back into yeah the new nails? Yeah, fifteen dollars adds up quickly. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. really quickly. Mm-hmm. You can go from fifteen like you know thirty dollars for a purchase to two hundred dollars because you want all the nails that you're gonna wear once or twice. And as a yeah. mom of a four-year-old for me it was really hard because she wants to be a part of it nails don't fit her yeah and I was like I can't do them real fast because she wants to be right there and she's taking and moving them you know I have Mm -hmm. the order lined out and she's taking and messing up the order and I'm like okay yeah these aren't these aren't going to be a good option for us right now yeah and a lot of things that people don't people don't understand is that like they'll say they get the kiss nails or whatever and they're not the same but they are. So one of the ways that you, and I found a lady on TikTok that she's called the nail queen or something like that. Um, and she even says it, and I have found it myself. If you want your press on nails to last for a very long time, you, all you got to do is just cut them down. You can't have the long ones that are going to get caught on everything that are going to hit and loosen Mm -hmm. the glue. But if you have them to where they're cut down, just like short nails that looks like you painted them or whatever, um, they will last forever. Like I have had mine last for four weeks before. Um, so oh, wow. that's the key. That's the key. You go to kit, you go yeah. get his kit or whatever. It's literally just keeping them cut down short and they'll last for a very long time. Yep. That makes sense. And I'll share the ladies. Sense. I'll share the ladies TikTok because she also has an Amazon storefront where she set up like to where you, to get everything you need to make press on nails last for a long time. And one of the glues is, I think, okay. is Kiss Glue. I mean, it's the same thing. And I think it costs maybe $15 total for the whole pack. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So I did that and I was doing Melaleuca and I had joined at this time. Melaleuca customers have made that shift to a conservative, patriot, kind of QAnon-y for some of them. 
mm-hmm. type of cult-like mentality. Like that, I, I haven't come across a lot of people that sell the wellness box and mm-hmm. um, aren't conservative in that matter. And not that I'm not conservative. I definitely lean that way. Um, but really mm-hmm. politically, I like to say I'm homeless because I don't agree with either side right now yeah. at all. Yeah. But yeah. Um, beyond that, I got really wrapped up into that and the country community and being scared of doctors and not thinking that they're not working for me and things like that. And it yeah. took me actually going back to church and realizing I'm not really supposed to um, identify as my ideology or yeah, whatever that's called, my political party. Yeah. You're not. Um, and yeah, and realizing I'm like, oh, I need to come back down to earth because I'm a child of God. I am not a child of Democrat or Republican or whatever party is out there. Like that's not Thank you. But that's <laughs> that's not that's who the, I am. Like that's the thing. Like whether or not whoever you support, but mm-hmm. that's what I do not understand about people that like literally worship Trump. Like I'm just like, do you all understand that culty? Yeah, <laughs> most people don't. And you know what's funny too is, as a conservative person, I can say this too. I yeah. did not vote for Trump in 2016. I didn't vote for Hillary either. I voted for whoever the libertarian person. I think it was Johnson or something along those lines. But I did not vote for him. And most yeah. Republicans, if you ask them, they didn't vote or like Trump in 2016. But yeah. um, somehow over that like, four years, and I won't say that he didn't do okay things for the country, but there definitely, there wasn't any unity and there hasn't been in our country for a good yeah. number of years now. But all that aside, I yeah. kind of got flung in there and was like oh. spinning really fast and watching the news and getting angry at different things and just getting stressed out and yeah I was like this isn't good so I just kind of wiped that whole yeah. that whole side of it the, the country community I've kind of taken a step back from them because most of them are in that same realm anyways and I can't spend my life researching products what wondering is which product is gonna like cause country is like the all natural oh, okay. the country mamas the okay, natural community Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm kind of country. I still am concerned about ingredients that I put on my skin or in my food and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not like hardcore. Like I can only use that. First of all, I yeah. can't afford it. It's right. expensive to buy all organic products where you can literally read, but not all of those products are good for us either. Just yeah. like with anything, just as the non crunchy items that we have versus the natural items, there's a risk when it comes to everything. It doesn't matter what you do. So I just kind of took a step back. I thought I had done a lot of um, training and research and working on certifications for nutrition. And I thought, oh, we're going back to beach body. I (gasps) I thought I could take my nutrition knowledge because I have nutrition knowledge that's different from beach body. Yeah. And take their workouts. And use the workouts as a um, like a few times a week exercise type of thing and work that part of it. Yeah. And basically just get an extra income. And I signed up under a lady who's local to my area because I wanted to find some friends in the area too, where I could yeah. actually like meet them in person rather than dealing all completely online with people. Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay. She goes, Well, we have a speech body, super body, like a super weekend super Saturday coming up. Um, and this will kind of tell you where I'm from, but up North in Seattle. 
Okay. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. Like a ladies weekend. And I have, a, and they said they were going to do wine tastings. I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Like, totally count me in. Mind you, I'm the youngest person with this group of ladies. And yeah. I'm telling you, I was the youngest person. I'm 29 and they all had to be 50, 55, like in that range. Yeah. Maybe 48 at the latest. So I'm like, for me, it was like hanging out with a bunch of people who are my mom's age. Yeah. Like my mom. Yeah. I learned, I learned a couple of things. I learned that no matter who you know or don't know in a Beachbody Super Weekend, they're going to love bomb you and make you feel like the person on top of the world. Absolutely. And I learned that you don't get carded when you are hanging out with a bunch of 50-year-old women. Yeah. <laughs> Which was awesome because nobody carded me. I'm like, either that or I'm really starting to show that I'm almost 30 and I'm, people can tell the difference now. Yeah. They don't think of me as the, too young to need alcohol or to buy alcohol. Uh-huh. But, um, so I went to this beach body weekend. Autumn was the mm, guest for that. Yeah. Um, and actually, funny enough, she did that um, body positivity shit rant that she said uh-huh. um, there that weekend. <gasps> no way. And live. I saw it live. Didn't have you, to see it on a live. I saw it live. You don't say. What did she say? <sighs> I don't remember all of it because honestly, I tuned a lot of them out because yeah. was, it was really weird. It was a weird weekend. Um, but just how the body, po- I mean, it's the same thing. The same thing yeah. that she said on her live is the same thing there. She goes, do you feel like you're not allowed to be skinny and this and that? I was like, that, I think she's kind of missing the whole point on the body positivity thing. <sighs> Is it shouldn't matter whether you're skinny or bigger or what health does not when you're health at her skinny there's not always health and actually Shalene Johnson who's no longer a beach body super coach I don't think at all no but um she did the pio workout but she came out with a program called one three one it's a nutrition program yeah um and in her book when she was because I read it and I actually own it. Um, I don't know that I agree with all her nutrition principles there, but she said that because of the way that the fitness industry, and I'm assuming a lot of it was Beachbody, yeah. um, made her have to like lose weight and gain weight in different levels. She went in and had a brain scan and they scanned her brain and they said that she looked like she had an 80 year old brain. Yeah. And Shalene Johnson was very fit, but she was yeah. not healthy. And that's the thing, like, this is the thing when we go off about the fact of the matter that Autumn doesn't get it. She doesn't. She takes the body. First of all, the body positivity movement was never created for her, you or I, right? It was created for black, queer women with disabilities, period, in the 60s, right? So Mm -hmm. for her, but she's trying to twist it to where people are picking on her because she's so skinny, right? And I'm doing quotations because it's like autumn you take 30 to 40 supplements a day you can't be and live on shakeology there's no way you're healthy because guess how many no. supplements i take a day i take creatine because of my age i also take magnesium because of my age dan that's it mm-hmm. the only two things that i take other than that that's it yeah right and it's not prescribed. It was prescribed to me by, um, actually my doctor, my doctor told me that if you wanted to add in extra magnesium and creatine, because I am active, he was like, that will help you, 
you know, I don't know the whole gist of it. He just told me to do it. I said, okay. But magnesium runs like thousands of cell processes in your body. Um, and mm-hmm. most people are deficient in magnesium. So like magnesium as a supplement generally also, playing with the different types is really good for you. It's like digestive health as well. Digestive and like it helps with your digestion. Mm-hmm. And that's why he prescribed yes. it for me because I have no gallbladder. That's it. Yeah. He didn't prescribe me the four sense. weeks. He didn't prescribe me the four week up protocol. Four week he prescribed protocol. me yeah. a, a vitamin that would help me. Right. That's the craziest yeah. thing for me. Crazy. But anyways, I'm so sorry. I did she, not she, went, she went off on that. She went off on that. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Why are we? <laughs> Who's picking on the skinny people? I mean, I didn't <laughs> think that people were picking on people who were too skinny. Like, right. I, I, she must be taking that to heart, maybe. Like, she's just deciding that she feels that they're picking on her. And that's how that is. And I guess if she feels yeah. that way, you know, all power to it. But I was like, how? I've never seen anyone pick on. I've never seen them pick on really skinny people but when was this when what august of this year it was august like 13th or 14th yep literally a few months ago this was when i kind of was like oh yeah i'm done now completely like yeah take me out so i went on this trip and the girls part of it was fun um but what i watched was a bunch of people who were struggled with eating I watched these women in their 50s who really should be having carbs and fat and mm-hmm. good protein amounts. And I'm going to say I'm not one for like the fake vegan meat. If you want to be vegan, great, but please don't eat the vegan meat. <laughs> There's so many yeah. chemicals in it that just aren't always great for you. Like the Beyond Meat is what you're talking the about? The Beyond Meat, yeah. Yeah. Um, soy products sometimes, there's a lot of studies that soy products in general just aren't good for your body. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it kind of depends on where you fall in the nutrition line, right? There's yeah. different ways for nutrition. I um, tend to lean very pro-metabolic when I look at nutrition. So I do a lot of like bone broths and I'm not yeah. afraid of sugar. I eat sugar and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, I watch these ladies pound first thing in the morning, the, the energize, the, the energize. Yeah. That yeah. one. Mm-hmm. energized first thing in the morning I'm like no you need to put some food in your tummy food. yeah eat some food first food then caffeine like yeah and they're all offering it to me and at this point I know my body well enough I was like no I can't any type of that that strong of caffeine that early in the morning I will be on the bathroom which yeah. mind you I took some shakeology because I hadn't ate anything before the workout with autumn because like I have to get something in my system mm-hmm. um so I had a sh- the recover shake I had a shakeology and then I was um, ate lunch and had a glass of wine and had dinner. And after dinner, I pretty much was in the bathroom the entire night in and wow. out as they're trying to have like a team meeting, talk about strategy from what they learned at the. How autumn is anti-body positivity. Like that's basically yeah, what y'all that. And then what um, Carl talked about, which was basically, it was, but when I kind of felt like they were going to change their name, I knew that was coming at some point. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, they're going to change it to body or everybody or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It was definitely very apparent at that point. But I'm like, I didn't learn anything. What do you, what did you learn? <laughs> I was trying to figure out what is it that you guys took from Why that? are we masterminding? Like, what did we learn? <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn that was any different than they teach in any of those um, coaching calls? Like, 
<laughs> I was like, uh-huh, what? And then no, I was judged a little bit, like, the, the way that I ate, or I said, I drink chai in the morning, and I actually have switched between chai and matcha, or I'll mix the two together, and I use either mm-hmm. maple syrup or honey mm-hmm. to um, sweeten it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, why not? Why? Maple syrup and honey are two of the best alternative sweeteners you could use for your body oh you should use stevia I have my own problems with stevia but it is not meant for a long-term use and I have actually heard that stevia can affect your fertility so I'm like you may use stevia because you don't have to worry about fertility since you've had your kids and you're done and you're in your 50s I am 29 I still would like to have more children and I don't want to affect my fertility well why can't we use maple syrup or honey what who who deemed them too much sugar why are we oh, demonizing autumn, honey? Right? This is it's, ridiculous. It's not on, it's oh not on beach body plan. It's not on the beach body plan. And then they were talking to me about which plan I wanted to do and which program, which they weren't listening. I have really severe muscle tension in my upper shoulders and I'm not mobile whatsoever. So I knew that for our first workout program, I needed to have something that like Pio yeah. that stretches and tones at the same time to help regain my mobility back yeah um she goes no you shouldn't do that one we should do something else um she goes what did they recommend they recommended healthy obsession or not whatever the first one was 80 day obsession that one Mm. and um that lift four which is the new program they have out it was one that they were pushing yeah the um the ones that were they were pushing basically right the new ones so I started oh, with no, not 80 day obsession, four weeks for everybody. They, they one. four weeks for everybody and lift more because they were pushing it right now. Yeah. For you to get so early four access. weeks for everybody. I did their, the lower body part with autumn at that super beach body weekend. I couldn't walk well for days. The house that we stayed in, in Seattle had like a basement with a really steep stairs and I had to go put like towels down there from the shower because that's where the, the host of, or the person that owned the Airbnb yeah. wanted the stuff at. And I could not walk down the stairs. I'm like, and they're laughing at me behind it because they just thought it was so funny because I hadn't been working out. And I was like, my husband does that to me. And I'm like, you know, it's one thing for my husband to do it because he's joking. Absolutely. But four ladies that I don't really know standing there videoing, videoing me walking down the stairs in pain because of my first workout I was just like this isn't this isn't cool I hadn't worked out since 2017 probably because I kind of stopped doing a lot of things after I had my daughter with like mental health stuff and then just working and I was like I hadn't had a workout like that in a long time and it's not for everybody that was way too much um like even though you weren't jumping there was too much activity going like back and forth at that point in time where I'm just like, Mm-mm, this is not an everybody program. This is somebody who's at least mo- has mobility in their hips well, and I do not. Let's just say this as well. I mean, everybody know everybody knows that Autumn's workout programs include over complicated movements that are not mm-hmm. necessary. I remember struggling with 21 day fix with my best friend in her living room back in like 2016 we had the disc and we were doing it and I'm like 
we're breathing heavy. We're having to like pause the video and just stop to bring our heart rates back from our head down to the heart yeah. where it's supposed to be because everything's just rushing. You feel yeah. like you're going to pass out. And I'm like, this cannot be healthy. Yeah. You're not and supposed to not- work out to exhaustion like that. Oh, no. and then you also have to. So, and then, I mean, I'm just using their own words against them because they've said it. We have recordings that say it. We have the receipts that say it. Joel and Autumn both said that a good workout includes a warm up, stretching, and a cool down and stretching. So, like, you stretch, you warm up, you stretch, then at the end, you stretch and you cool down, right? Mm-hmm. But they can't offer that because the attention span, apparently, with people that will actually do videos, I, I don't know what the whole thing is because I don't want to quote them wrong, but basically, mm-hmm. they said that. The workouts that you do with Beachbody, you should include your own warm up and stretching before and your own cool down and stretching after because that's a well rounded workout and they don't offer it. They should. I, right? Wouldn't you think? Like, yeah. you're. Because when I did Megan. No, nobody says that at the beginning of the workouts. Nobody mm-hmm. says, you know, we're just going to jump in. I mean, this is. Because this is what it is. And I'm not trying to compare them to Peloton, but I'm. this is how different Peloton is. Mm-hmm. You get on Peloton's workouts, like if you do any program, any program you do, there's a warm-up before your, your class. There are mm-hmm. stretches before your class. And the instructor tells you, hopefully you did a, a warm-up or a, or, a cool, or a stretch before this class. And then afterwards, they're like, we're going to do a quick cool down and a quick stretch, but you'll see... A, a stretch and a cool down pop up after this take that like they tell you all of that yeah but Beachbody doesn't they're just like okay no. see you tomorrow and it's funny you say that because I did um some kickboxing at a, a yeah. kickbox kickboxing class local yeah. and um we warmed up we stretched then we boxed then we cooled yeah. down or no then we did like a you know those 30 minute or 30 second rounds really fast where you do yeah some yeah. type of exercise then we cooled down and then we stretched again and then we were let released from yeah. the class yes but it is definitely consecutive that way and Megan I did her program um yeah. I MBF. can't think of yeah MBF, MBF. Mm-hmm. um and I um should not have been using weights at all like even five pound weights I just am not ready for that five pound weight yet yeah um, and I ended up pulling like shoulder muscles because I have no mobility in my shoulder. It's a little better now because I've been doing Pilates, but mm-hmm. um, I didn't have mobility at that point in my shoulders. And everyone's just like, oh, just work out. The mobility will come. Well, no, the mobility does no. not come. It injures you if you work out too much. And I don't know enough about like weightlifting or anything like that to have known that I needed to stretch before and after. Yeah. Um, and what I like now, since I went away from Beachbody, I do a 30 minute, 25 to 30 minute treadmill walk a day. And yeah. then I do um, like a 15 to 25 minute Pilates towards the end of my day yeah. um, and just kind of balance. If I didn't get my walk in, I'll do more like a cardio based Pilates. But she yeah. tells you, re- she's very clear in her videos. We do a warm up, we do like a cool down stretch yeah. type stuff too. Pilates is a little different than workouts, but mm-hmm. um, she's very much like, if this hurts too much, you can do uh, this is your other movement that you can do. 
Um, you can just stay here and I'm going to have other people, if they want to move on, they can do something else, but like very clear instructions that if something is hurting you, stop. Yeah. And you don't get that with, you don't get that with Beachbody and that's scary, no. right? Like if yeah. you think about it, like there's so many people that take their classes and think that day one is done. That's all I've got to do. Right. Mm -hmm. but I said it this morning on my stories. I was like, you know, I scheduled a class last night for me to do this morning for my cycle class. Right. But I woke up, I was, I'm not feeling the greatest because I had my, my shots or whatever yesterday. And, um, I'm just feeling just tired and lethargic and my lower back hurts. And so mm -hmm. what I'm going to do is go for a walk after I record this podcast and then I will that's it. Like, and I'm okay. And that's, that's okay. Like, it's totally okay to get a 30 minute walk in for the day and be done. Like you this move, is, you're yeah. going to be moving when you do house chores and other things moving around yes. the house. The goal is to not sit on a couch, like a potato all day long and right. get your movement in. It is not to do some hardcore workout that you have to get day. done every single day. You need to no. listen to your body. And the other thing is a lot of these programs are meant for and built for men. Yes. Based on studies on men, women have two cycles that we run on. We do not have just the one 24 hour hormone cycle. We have a 24 hour hormone cycle and we have a 28 day hormone cycle. So there's yeah. days throughout our menstrual cycle where we don't feel like working out. Generally it's the week leading up to your period and the week during your period well, yeah, that I you just it. don't feel like doing anything, but like walking or Pilates or something. And they need to start learning that like yeah. you need to start going off of your cycle and doing what your body says you can do in that moment not pushing your body more because somebody else says you need to yeah because you can damage yourself right like you mm -hmm. can um so wow you just taught me so much I'm you're gonna be my own little personal dm <laughs> person I'm gonna be like okay I'm feeling like this today can you tell me what workout I should do no I'm joking <laughs> I'm not that experienced. I know certain things and I've learned. Um, I yeah. do not have a certification in physical training yeah. or anything like that. You should think about it. You should think I've about, thought about it. I'm working with, um, I'm doing my NASA nutrition certification right now. So maybe after that one, I'll add in some physical yeah. um, personal training or something. Um, right now I have a really um, big passion for nutrition. Yeah. So I really like learning about it and how to eat and just kind of taking the pressure off and maybe one day you'll see me coaching using yeah. my own certification yeah like Jen she did it you know mm -hmm. like she went from beach body coach to a professional personal trainer or whatever like you know she does she does it so yeah. hook up with her and, and ask her questions about like Definitely. how she did it um but so what brought you to the end of your Beachbody world? Was it that super Saturday? That weekend. So I came home after that weekend and um, went to our local fair and just kind of like was thinking. I just kept replaying it. I'm a big replayer in my head anyways, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't. There was something about it. I just couldn't feel. And I had been working with the thought of just leaving the network marketing world for good. And I think after what I saw that weekend and what I continue to see in some of the groups that I'm a part of within yeah. Beachbody still and just any network marketing I don't want to be a part of it yeah I didn't like the what really the big part was the nutrition that they're pushing I tried the containers and doing for one week I said I'll give it a week and see how I feel I was starving at the end of every single day literally yeah. starving 
um we are not supposed to be eating like toddlers no um we need to have like you know calorie deficit for calorie deficit should only be for like five to eight weeks at a time and then you go back to maintain you're maintaining yeah. calories so most people maintained calories 2000 to 2300 yeah. um, and then you then you go back into your deficit at 17 and then yeah. you move back like it's a constant thing so your body gets too used to it it's just not sustainable to be eating less calories um but i was legit starving yeah by I the know. end of those days and i was like i can't i can't do it so i tossed the containers in the trash and went back to eating carb fat protein at every single meal and mm -hmm. listening to how hungry my body is when it's hungry because I'm not going to starve myself when I'm sitting there hungry and going I can't eat until six I can't eat until dinner time like it doesn't work yeah I've actually so I was the ops I'm everybody knows my story about how I was with the containers like I mean it's caused me a lot of disordered eating habits oh, um, I'm sure but a couple things that I've actually been able to overcome um, is just building these small habits of, I don't care if I just ate, I don't care if it's 10 o'clock or I don't care if it's 10 o'clock, I'm going to eat lunch. Mm -hmm. If I'm hungry, I'm eating lunch. Lunch yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be at a 12 o'clock time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I usually do eat lunch around 10 o'clock because I eat something small for breakfast. Like maybe like, uh, I, I mean, honestly, I'm not hungry in the mornings, but I know I need mm -hmm. something on my stomach. So I'll eat like a couple scoops of peanut butter just to get yeah. something on my stomach before I drink coffee. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've learned that. And these are just a small habit. Um, yeah. do I eat three square meals a day? Probably not. And I probably don't eat enough. And that's one of the reasons why I stay nice and nice and curvy. Right. Mm -hmm. And fluffy. And that's okay with me, but it's, I'm so proud of you that you were, you were able to just throw them out after a week because that's, that's a ton of willpower that I, I envy because I, I did think not. I didn't at first though. I mean, I was introduced to those containers. I just can, I'm not consistent. I have ADHD, so I've never been consistent with anything, right? It's just yeah. inattention. I have really yeah. big attention deficit disorders. So for the most part, consistency is not my thing. And <laughs> so that, that was one thing. But at this point in time, I had had enough knowledge and nutrition to know that whatever Beachbody is serving you nutrition-wise was not good for you. No. And is not good for you. And you should not be following any of those. No. Any of You're the right. plans. The plans were ridiculous. I was like, I was looking at, you know, A, B, C, D plans. And I was just like, no. I'm going to eat sourdough bread because I like my sourdough bread. You're not going right. to tell me I can't have bread. That it's a bad right. carb. You're not right. going to tell me that my chai in the morning is bad for me because it's not chai it's uh, first of all it's organic so it's all natural spices that are really good for your body yeah um so I was like you're not going to tell me I can't have that I'm going to eat sugar because there's no reason I think you posted it the other day or one of you guys posted a video of the job one yeah co um trainer yeah um talking about her Halloween candy and just eating it and moving on like we need to do that. We need to just eat food. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer, she, I don't, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Cause I, 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 you know, I like the, if they would focus more, more on people that share things like that mm -hmm. rather than who they focus on, I might, I, I probably wouldn't leave them alone. Right. Because yeah. you still have coaches who are still problematic. But I mm -hmm. probably wouldn't go after the super trainers as much as I did. 
right? Yeah. Because those super trainers are trying to reframe certain things. But if you have that one super trainer that just mm-hmm. will not stop, she just won't. Like, she just wants everybody to be basically to develop orthorexia. Like, yeah. literally, that's like what it feels like she wants you to do. Any robots that just do what she tells you to do because she thinks it's healthy. Yes. Yes. There's a level these coaches. So because I'm doing my coaching certification, oh, it's pouring outside. Sorry. Um, okay. The coaching certification um, for nutrition, I kind of know where a coach's lineup is in the order of like degrees. So yeah. they're to come alongside and help um, maybe come up with a strategy to do what the doctor has prescribed them to do or an rd has prescribed them to do rd registered dietitian for those who don't know um we are meant to come in and help alongside at things that like maybe a dietitian isn't going to have time for to kind of do the hand holding to help with habits right yeah education habits but we cannot actually prescribe them a meal plan that's illegal yeah um, without a licensed being a licensed dietitian you cannot prescribe them a meal plan so you're literally just going in to help. So when Beachbody provides this meal plan that your coaches then say, you need to follow this, that is them yeah. prescribing them a meal plan. Yeah. Whether they're creating it for them or not, it's still them prescribing it by saying, this is how you wrong. should eat. You need to have them talk to their doctor because their doctor is going to take one look at that and go, eh, you probably should have more carbs or, eh, you probably need less carbs or you might need to have a little more fat in your diet than that. Yeah. More protein, whatever it might be. You it's might amazing. need to have more meals. It's amazing what you learn when you get an education about stuff, right? Uh-huh. This is yeah. why Carl doesn't want his coaches educated. They he need doesn't to be certified. Want, he doesn't want them to be certified. Just because- in the mindset part of it too. Like if you take the, just because I'm a life coach, I'm life coach certified. Yeah. Um, they need that because you need to know how to ask people questions and actually lead them. I had no idea how to coach somebody before I took my certification to coach yeah. them. Like yeah. it just didn't make any sense to me that there's no certification, no training, no, no, um, nothing like primary thing that you go through as a beach body coach. No, you before you're let out to talk to these people. <laughs> you literally buy a total solutions pack and you're done yeah there you go you're go for it and And most of these coaches don't always um like a coach is going to be with it with you and help you when there's things coming up and a lot of these coaches you're a number it's okay you you signed up great i have you peace out going to the next person some of these coaches like um ashley molt said for example for instance um they will not even um do anything for you unless you are consistently buying Shakeology or the um or or like unless you have a consistent PV every single month that's That's how you're in their groups they won't even help you and it comes less about the people and more about how much money you can make them yep 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 or where your status is to talk to me it's just it's like a celebrity status in in the network marketing when you're up that high yeah it's so I sad. even I joined a higher up one time at it works and she placed me down her line and then connected me with that person as my like mentor and I'm like but that's not the relationship that I built I didn't build a relationship with her I don't know her from Adam I bought yep. because of you and now you're placing me somewhere else yep 
Oh, this my is not good. So basically at that end, I had purchased a um, freelancing course um, back in October of 2021. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I have that. Maybe I'll just go do that. So I have launched as a podcast manager and okay. editor and all the things that come along with podcast management. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm working on building that business kind of more of my own where I'm actually in control of what I do. Yeah. And I'm not working for another company with a product for 8% commission. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Huh. It sounds like me and you need to talk. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so have you, did we miss anything that you wanted to go over today? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think we hit everything. Okay. Okay. So I have um, two questions that I want to ask and I ask everybody. Um, first things first, would you join an MLM again? No, I will never join an MLM again. Okay. And what is the one thing you would tell someone if they are thinking of joining an MLM? Create your own business. Find your hobby, find your passion. With Instagram and the internet these days, you can do anything that you want and make money off of it. Yep. And then you'll make, if you would make the same, if not way more yeah. for your own business than you would in a network marketing and exactly. save yourself so much hustle or hassle. Both. I love hustle that. and hassle. <laughs> hustle and hassle. I do love that. That's actually the first time anybody's ever said that on the podcast. I don't oh, like really? that. I love that. Um, Megan, do you want to share your where people can find you um, on Instagram or? Yeah. Okay. So right now it is my Instagram is where I'm mostly at and active. Um, it is um, at it's Megan Unsel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or you should be able to type in my name. I'm the only Megan Unsel that I've ever seen on social media. So if you just yeah. type in my name, um, yeah. it's spelled a little differently. So maybe look at the show notes for yes. the link yep um, I'll definitely put in the show I don't have to notes. spell it out have you all listen uh, to my spelling <laughs> nope I'll definitely and you can actually um if you are driving or um I'll definitely put in the show notes but if you're just sitting here and you just are not a show notes type person and go to Instagram if you type in her last name um unsell um, it will definitely show up. That's how I find yeah. you every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Unsel's a pretty rare name, apparently. Last, yeah. What, yeah. last name wise. Yeah. But yeah, nope. And I do podcast management. So okay. most of the things you'll find podcast tips and all the things there, hopefully here in the next week or so, more I content will be coming out. Love it. I love it because we so, have some podcasters. Yes. But um, one big thing about MLMs that wrecked is I have a really hard time with content creation and posting on social media. So I've been working on getting over that fear of people judging me for what I'm putting out. So now that I'm marketing myself, it's even scarier because people were so mean to me when I was marketing the network marketing businesses. Yeah. 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 It's hard. It's, it's, it's little things that people don't realize how you get PTSD Mm -hmm. from being um, a former hun we'll just say yes. a former MLM hun yep 100%. all right well Megan I appreciate you joining us and I will definitely put all of your information in the show notes and um, share your information with some of my fellow podcasters that I do know um also um I appreciate your time today you have been absolutely amazing 
And uh, fam, if you are listening to this show today or during the day, night, evening, or afternoon, I hope that you took some type of value from our conversation. And I hope you all have an amazing day, night, evening, or afternoon. And I will see you all next Monday. All right, fam. Thank you for joining us on the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast. We hope you found today's episode informative and thought-provoking. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating or review. We'll be back next week with another episode, so stay tuned. If you have a story you'd like to share on the show, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhunt at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at call Cheryl Hine or on my personal Instagram at, at Cheryl S. Spears. We always welcome new voices and perspectives. Again, thank you for listening and we hope you'll tune in next time. Until then, take care and stay safe.